Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Big D Podcast on Spunky Spectrum Sports Network. I am Alex, and with me, as always, is Dylan, the Big D himself. How are you, Dylan? How are you doing today? I'm fine, Alex. It's when it's Wednesday, September 1st, and you know what that means. The NFL season's just around the corner. Just around the corner. It's Christmas to me, man. It's, I mean... Football season is football off season is the longest time of the year every single year and uh, you know like I said I feel like a kid on Christmas when that right when preseason ends and regular season's just about to kick off it's like that buzz of excitement right before the season starts we're uh, just over the preseason hump but we haven't got official kickoffs yet but uh, they're coming they're coming fast and uh, I can't wait. Yep, uh, you know what that means. September brings the new NFL season, brings a lot of excitement, or in some cases, brings a lot of ex- and brings a lot of expectations. Although if you're the Houston Texans, it might bring a lot of misery, but we'll see how that. Goes. Yeah, that is very true about the Texans. Fortunately for uh, for Dolphins fans, you know uh, we capitalized off the Texans' misery last year. So uh, in more ways, in more ways than what in the past couple of years. You're right about that. You know, thank you, Bill O'Brien. We'll take that. Thank you very much. But you know, with uh, with regular season kicking off, just uh, coming up. This is primetime fantasy football draft time. It's one of uh, another. That's the other best part about uh, regular uh, the NFL season kicking off is it's uh, it's fantasy draft time. You know where every every football fan gets to become a, a GM of a of a football team for for a couple months going on in the season. And uh, you know I'm a big fantasy player. I know you are too. And I feel like uh, we can have some good conversation about a couple uh, drafts that we've done recently. Uh, just as uh, uh, kind of the prime time of draft season is is upon us, and uh, maybe some guys we like and don't like uh, throughout some drafts. So uh, you wanna you wanna get started, Dylan? You wanna tell me about uh, maybe a team you've drafted that you like, or a couple players on that team you like? Uh, well, that well, yeah. Uh, last night I did my Yahoo fantasy draft and uh, finally got the I got the number one pick in the league, and you know what that means. Yeah, I think uh, number one is consensus this year. We got CMC going off at the top of pretty much every draft I've seen. And uh, finally got him. And then in the second round, got uh, George Kittle. Of course, you know me, I love those tight ends. And I think there were five or six quality tight ends and got Kittle. Yeah, that's I, I, I have a I have a little uh, fantasy football notes pad and in uh, big block letters on the top of the screen, it says, Top tight ends are wide receiver ones because I never I've I've in the past I've always been afraid to draft uh, uh, the top tight ends because I think oh I might need a receiver here but receivers so deep you know you get a Kittle a Kelsey or a Waller I mean you're you're sitting at a receiver one right there and there's still good depth at the receiver position to keep going so I like that I like that pick. Speaking of receiver, and then the next pick was Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, I love him. It's a great pick. He, uh, you know, Justin Herbert is blossoming in front of our own eyes, it seems. And, uh, you know, Keenan Allen, PPR league done? Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, speaking of Herbert, with the very next pick, with the with the pick in the fourth round, guess who I drafted? Justin Herbert? Well, let's see. Keenan Allen needs a quarterback. Justin Herbert is the LA Chargers starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's the strategy I try to employ as much as possible is grabbing those little combo guys, you know, especially quarterback receiver. You get why, why get, get just six points for a touchdown when you can get 12. I love it. <laughs> oh, 13. And if it's a 90 order, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. I get those little bonuses. And then in the uh, fifth round, I went uh, DJ Moore. Okay. You know me. I think Sam Darnold's going to have a big year this year, and DJ Moore can absolutely fly. You know, we disagree on the Sam Darnold aspect, but, uh, you know, DJ Moore, I am a big fan of. So, uh, especially what, as your, that'd be your receiver two with Kittle at tight end, correct? Yep. That's a pretty solid receiving core. I'm just saying it's interesting because I draft, because I'm, let me see if I can. You see, and then round six, I drafted Trey Sermon. Only problem is the running back depth once you get past like round five, round six, it's like third poop. Yeah, I'm running backs that have are. I mean, it's always kind of been like that where you, there's there's a you get through like the the guys with you get through the guys with, with very limited problems or concerns, then you get to the guys who have. Then there's a big range of guys who have a couple concerns, but you feel like you'll be, they'll be able to work through it. And then there's the guys that are just like, they are either in a running back by committee or they are a two down back or they're the third down PPR guy. I mean, you see guys, you see the guys who are third down back, but, or, or pass catching options out of the backfield, like a Jamal Williams and, and, um, just a, a plug in a guy who I like this year, but, uh, in PPR leagues. Um, or like J.D. McKisson from the Washington football team. Right, exactly. You know, those kind of guys who you don't really want as you're running back one, running back two. I mean, if you if you need to play him as a flex, you, uh, maybe a guy like Kenyon Drake, depending on how big your league is. I mean, he's obviously not as uh, featured as he has been in past roles. But, you know, in PPR leagues, I, I, I'm not a big fan of Josh Jacobs myself. Uh, I think oh, no, a, no, no, no. I mean, I think I he's on a that. decline, and it's been happening in front of our eyes pretty recently. So, you know, I, I do put a little bit of stake in, in Kenyon Drake this year in PPR leagues just because, you know, he is – he might be the most talented back, uh, back in, the, in the Vegas backfield. And if something if, if Josh Jacobs does get hurt, I think uh, people who drafted Kenyon like uh, Kenyon Drake late enough, you know, might get a little bit of a reward if 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 that ends up happening. But you sure not, you sure Jalen Richard wouldn't break into the backfield? Jalen Richard would. He would definitely. I mean, you know, whenever people, I feel like when people are playing fantasy, they 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 kind of look at it look at it uh, from the perspective of. Oh well, I'm gonna draft this guy's backup because if the starter gets hurt, then it's the backup's job to share. Where it's the backup's job. I mean, he's gonna be getting all the carries. But then they don't. Some people don't quite realize that if a starter gets hurt, the backup was a backup for a reason, and they typically have a couple other guys who might be more likely to form a committee than just giving the starting job to the to the backup. So you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh working pieces, especially when an injury happens to the number one guy. But And then afterward, I drafted Jamal Chase. Yeah, true. He's got a little case of the dropsies, but I'm not worried about it. And then Brandon Cooks and uh, somebody you should know from his days with the Dolphins, Ryan Tannehill. There you go. It's a, my quarterback, too, and uh, 
Herbert's on a bye week, then Gerald Everett, Marvin Jones, Michael Carter, Carlos Hyde, the New England defense, and then my last pick, uh, Justin Fields. Andy Dolan's not starting the whole year in Chicago. If he is, I'm gonna. If he is, I'll pull out my hair. Yeah, no, Justin Fields will definitely see the field. You know, ha, you see what I did there. But um, yeah, uh, no, no kicker league. You guys let me make kickers. Uh, no kicker league. Gotcha. Yeah, that's. Uh, I like that team. I mean, who, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? player on your bench that you might have gotten one of the later rounds that you think has potential to uh to either crack into your lineup or, or be a, a sleeper candidate this year uh marvin jones marvin jones i i agree with that um i mean from what i've seen with the jaguars trevor Lawrence likes likes marvin jones yeah i mean marvin jones is always i mean i remember i remember when he was with detroit man i would especially in ppr leagues, he would always be a guy to target because i mean he was just reminding me kind of like a jarvis landry guy you know he gets the catches across the middle in ppr he's he's almost a lock for at least six or seven points just on on catches alone it seems like i mean they they, they i remember uh stafford especially like love to get the ball for him so he's a up the ball to him and especially with a, a rookie quarterback you know i feel like uh, uh marvin jones can be a, a safety blanket for him almost where uh get get the check downs across the middle or uh just you know bring up those uh those ppr numbers so i like that pick a lot hold up excuse me uh i've got to make another pick in my sleeper league uh yeah, Dallas Goddard, Rob Benkowski, and mike Kosicki on the board right now uh who should i take who was the first one uh, Dallas Goddard, Bronk, and Mike Gusicki. Uh I think it's between Goddard and Gusicki. You know, Gronk obviously is Brady, but that tight end room is so complicated. I think and that whole receiver room might yeah, be. Yeah, honestly. Um, you know, Gusicki, I think, too, is primed for a breakout year. I know Gusicki was a big one of his tar- uh, one of his favorite targets. Philadelphia, you got Jalen Hurts. Uh, Zach Ertz is pretty much fantasy football history, it seems like these days. I think uh, Godert, Godert has definitely stepped up. I mean, I would probably go – I don't think you could go wrong between Godert and Gasicki. I would pick Gasicki based off biased, and I think they're just about even to where I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset either way with them. Well, Mike Gasicki has found the new home, at least in that league. I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yeah, so now we switch from my leagues to your leagues. And how many leagues are you in? Um, I have two teams drafted right now. I will have at least five or six teams at, as a, at, at the moment. I think it's about six right now. But So you're going to be having fun Labor Day weekend doing all these fantasy football drafts. Yeah, you know, I love it. It's, uh, I love having, I love being in different leagues. It's hard for me to say no when people ask me to join, to join their fantasy league. So, you know, I, it makes, makes Sunday mornings a little, a little hectic, but, uh, you know, we get through it. <laughs> so I will start, uh, let me see. We've got a two running back, two receiver, flex, tight end, defense kicker, quarterback, uh, two IR spots. So, I started my first pick. I had, what was my pick in that draft? Seven. So uh, mi- uh, mid-back end pick, 10-team league. 
Um, I prefer to be up near the top this year, but with seven, as you, as we were just talking about taking high quality tight ends early, Travis Kelsey was on the board. Didn't love the receivers on the board. Or, I mean, the running backs on the board at the time. So Travis Kelsey was my first pick in this draft. Um, well, I, I like just, it. You're following my you're following my strategy. Get the we, tight end. Yeah, we've been talking a lot. We did a couple mock drafts. You and I did a couple mock drafts the other day. We've been talking a lot on uh, Messenger about about Kelsey and trying to grab one of those top tight ends. Typically, my strategy, I, I like to go running back, running back in drafts, unless a situation falls where Travis Kelsey could be minus seven, and that's what I did. Uh, second pick, I went running back. I made sure to get running backs covered, especially since uh, Kelsey I, was my first pick. Picked Antonio Gibson. I love him this year. I think Washington's going to be a lot better with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I love a lot of, uh, there's a couple of Redskins guys. Well, I just said Redskins. I'm sorry. That's not their team. There's a couple of Washington football team guys that, uh, I, ha- I've got my eye on this year and guys, I'm trying to leave a couple guys from that team. I'm trying to leave as many drafts as possible with Antonio Gibson is one of them. So he's my RB one. Uh, my second pick, I believe was James Robinson. Went uh, from when he uh, got a guy from from uh, up there in Jacksonville, you know, obviously the Travis Etienne news wasn't very good for him uh, in the offseason as far as fantasy goes. But unfortunately for Jaguars fans, unfortunately for Travis Etienne, he will not be on the field this year. So I'm, I'm happy taking James Robinson as my RB2. Moved on to Justin Jefferson as my receiver one. Um, only uh, that's uh, from all the mock drafts and all the leagues uh, and the two leagues I've done so far, I hadn't landed Justin Jefferson, any of them, uh, you know, having Kelsey as the receiver one or pretty much as my receiver one, I was okay. Taking Jefferson uh, in the fourth round as my first receiver off the board. Um, and then I either went mile. I have miles Gaskin sitting in my flex right now. I'm, I also have Julio Jones. I believe I drafted Julio Jones before miles Gaskin I know you're not a big fan of Julio Jones this year, but, you know, with A.J. Brown on the other side, they're not going to be getting the, – the cover, the defense is not going to be able to focus on only one of those guys. So I, uh, I think Julio Jones, as, even though he's getting older, he's got a solid quarterback with Ryan Tannehill this year. He's got a great receiver who, uh, on the other side of the field, who can kind of take some of the pressure off him. He doesn't have to be the ultimate focus every single play. So – as my receiver two behind Jefferson and Kelsey, I'm okay with Julio. Um, and then moving on, we start getting into my bench. I've got T Higgins as my first guy uh, on the bench. I'm happy with him as my third receiver, uh, fourth pass catcher behind Kelsey. I've also got a couple picked up a couple PPR running backs. I try and fill my bench with a decent amount of running backs. Um, I've got Kenyon Drake. We just talked a little bit about, I gave my reasons for him earlier. You know, he's, he wasn't a lot of great running backs. We were kind of in the running back dead zone there. Um, so went with him just based on talent and potential. If Josh Jacobs goes down, another guy I just talked about, uh, Jamal Williams, you know, I wonder why I'm, t- I'm talking about these guys because I'm drafting them. 
And the guy that you just picked about 30 seconds ago, Mike Kosicki is my tight end too. I wasn't going to draft I, I, with having Kelsey, you know, I, I didn't really think I needed to grab that high up tier of a tight end uh, as my tight end too, but I didn't really, I kind of went with best player available there. I didn't love the running backs and receivers that were available. And, um, you know, I saw Gasicki and I felt maybe it could be trade bait. I actually forgot to say my quarterback. Uh, I don't remember which round I drafted him in, but uh, Justin Herbert, the guy that uh, you have with Keenan Allen, I've got Justin Herbert going for me as well. And uh, just a couple guys. And probably one of my... After Gesicki, my next two picks were a couple deep receiver picks I really like this year. Uh, Curtis Samuel, like I said, there's a couple Washington guys that I've got my eye on this year. Curtis Samuel is one of them, and Michael Pittman Jr. for Indianapolis. Ooh, you know, who, who, knows what's, who knows what's going on with T.Y. Hilton this year? You know, if Carson Wentz can stay healthy, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. that late was, I thought, a steal, you know? you Oh, I love Pittman this year. Hopefully if Wentz... Can he stay healthy and be get himself out of COVID jail? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I drafted Pittman 134th overall. Nice. And uh, yeah, I, I love the receiver depth on the team. I actually threw a late, late pick at uh, Michael Thomas. We have an IR spot. So he's not taking up a, he's not taking up a, a spot on my bench and who knows? I mean, you know, no one really knows what's going to happen with Michael Thomas this year. He's probably not going to do much, but I figured I may as well keep him. We've got three IR spots in this league. So at the second my draft finished, I moved him to IR and I picked up David Johnson off, off free agency or off waivers just, just to fill the extra spot. But I figured who knows if, if Michael Thomas does come back, builds a build some chemistry with Jameis Winston and maybe starts looking at least similar to the Michael Thomas of old, could be a nice little addition for a playoff run, so we'll see. Could be, could be a nice plan B. Yeah, you know, who knows? I mean, I figured if, if he can sit on my IRR the whole season if he has to. So it's not like he's taking up a roster spot. And then I got the Colts defense and Jason Sanders for special teams. But You always take the Dolphins kicker. Yeah, I've been – I mean, he, look at the numbers last year. He was, he's a, he was a great fantasy kicker. He's – I mean, he's practically automatic, his, it seems like. I mean, he's, he barely missed any – I think he missed one or two field goals last year, maybe. Um, his, his range is ridiculous. His 50-yard field goals look just as easy as his 40-yard field goal. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Jason Sanders this year, and I, I always pick defense last. Um, I, I, I'm, I've always streamed defenses in fantasy. I'd rather get extra depth on my bench and uh, – go with weekly streams on defense. You know, Indianapolis was the best defense available at the time, but I won't be afraid to drop them for a team going up against the Jets or going up against, you know, some of these weak offenses. I've got New England's defense in the 14th round of my my draft last night. Yeah. I mean, you could do worse than having Bill Belichick's defense. Absolutely. You know, I mean – the one exception is with defense and, and, and sweat and kicker. I'm it's obviously every position in fantasy is important, but I think those are the bottom two as, as far as importance. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'll try and pick Dolphins defense, Dolphins kicker, just to have a little bit of flair on the team from the, represent the boys. But, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, defense and kicker and out positions. I, I put too much weight in that's for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe if you could get a Justin Tucker, but other than that, right. nah, I wouldn't worry. Yeah. So you want to move on to uh, a, another one of your leagues? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a – let me see if I can get that best ball. Yeah, I think I can get that best ball league uh, event. No, actually, wait. Yeah, I think – yeah, I can. At least I think so. Oh, is it because you're in the middle of a draft? Oh, yeah. No, I, I got it. Okay, perfect. I got I got my best ball draft here. It's a super flex, so two quarterback league. Yeah, two quarterback league. I think uh, two running back, two flex, a tight end, and two flex. So they're so is one of the flex the super flex as making it the second quarterback? There's two flex positions and one super flex position. Gotcha. Okay. And I got the number one pick in the, this league, and uh, guess who I took? Well, considering Superflex, you know, I think Superflex leagues are the only leagues that uh, Christian McCaffrey might not be the consensus number one. I think I already know the answer. I think you told me when you drafted him, but I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes. Mm, you would be correct. All right. <laughs> yeah, we've also talked a lot about uh, – Patty Mahomes just in a previous podcast or just you and me having some conversations. But I mean, if you're in a two quarterback league, you got to grab one early and why not just throw the, the uh, number one pick at the uh, number one guy, it seems like. Uh, and I don't think anyone's going to question you for uh, considering Pat Patrick Mahomes as the number one quarterback in fantasy football. So I think you, I think you did well there. And then round two, I got Austin Eckler. Yep. Love me some Austin Eckler. Is Round, it full PPR? Uh, I'm not even sure what the league is. I think gotcha. so. Gotcha. And then round three, I drafted Stefan Diggs. Okay. And then round four, I drafted my guy Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. All right. I I, I mean, you know. I'm accustomed to drafting some Dolphins players. I'm sure if uh, if there's a Jaguars player near the top of the list and you're looking for that position, you probably have a little extra weight in that too. So I don't blame you at all for going T-Law there. And I think, you know, I mean, he's a rookie. We don't know. Superflex league, I'm thinking I need two quarterbacks. Yeah. If he's up there, you may as well grab him. I mean, we'll see. I mean, he had, he, he's been the most talked about uh NFL prospect at the quarterback position for quite some time. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he provides on the uh, NFL level and on the fantasy level. And then fifth round, I got TJ Hawkinson. Sixth round, I got uh, your Dolphin running back, Miles Gaskin. I love it. And then seventh round, in both my best ball leagues, I actually, both my best ball leagues, so Superflex, I did an interesting thing. I got Trey Lance in like the seventh or eighth round of both of them. Wow. Three quarterbacks. Wow. You know, I mean, super flex. I don't blame you there for having three quarterbacks. I like that. And then I drafted Jamal Chase, Jalen Waddle, Tyler Higby, Devin Singletary, Henry Ruggs, Jamal Williams, uh, Stevenson, one of the Patriot running backs, Antonio Madison, Darius Slayton, Cole Beasley, and Justice Hill. All right. 
That sounds like a solid team. Uh, what's your, what's your let's go back to that. What's your favorite bench pick on that team? I don't know it might depend on whether or not Swift plays week one. Yeah, that's true. I think Jamal Williams is definitely Jamal Williams is definitely a guy that I'm going into every draft trying to get if if the situation plays out and uh, especially in PPR looks obviously. But yeah, I'd I'd be happy with that pick too. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, go ahead. No, you can go. I was gonna. No, you go. You go. All right. So, um, you know, that's a, a little bit of a unique league. I've got another unique league for you. I, I'm gonna mix it up. So, if there's anything else you wanted to say about that team, you can go for it. Really. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Jumping yeah, so, out this gear team league. My buddy sent me a text not too long ago. He said, "Hey." Uh, my uh, his brother invited him and said he wanted to start up a uh, guillotine league. I'd never heard of it really before, but I guess it's been kind of circling on social media. It's uh, they take out head to head. It's all points based uh, season, and um, team to finish in last place each week gets eliminated. Uh, players get thrown into waivers from their te- from the eliminated team, and you've got a set budget to uh, be able to spend on free agents for the year. So. Um, I'm excited. I'm replaying the league like it, but uh, it's, it was definitely interesting to uh, adapt my strategy towards, uh, you know, just trying not to get last every week. So, uh, you know, I talked about drafting Michael Thomas in the last league. I, I did not want to touch Michael Thomas in this league, you know, a guy who's probably going to miss at least the first five or six weeks of the year, you know, is probably not a guy that I want on a team where I will be eliminated. I could, I could be eliminated by then. So um Got the fourth pick in this draft. It's also half PPR. Um, so, wait, wait. so let me guess. Fourth pick, half point PPR. So the top three picks will – let me see if I can get the top three picks. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Correct. Dalvin Cook. Correct. Alvin Kamel. Correct. So at number four, you either drafted Derrick Henry or Zeke You are correct. And those were also the exact – that was the exact order of top five. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara at three. I took Derrick Henry at four, and Ezekiel Elliott went at five. The oh, camera fell open, <laughs> So yeah. him just went bananas. It's a little bigger than oh, – <laughs> That's all right. So, okay, um, in the second round. And, oh, also, this is a 14-team league. Oh, no. Yeah, so uh, teams aren't going to be as sexy as the 10, 12-team leagues. I uh, got to go a little bit more in depth, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. So second round, started with Derrick Henry, half PPR. I felt like I was okay with that. Another thing I wanted to utilize while uh, I was prepping for this draft is I was looking for guys with late bye weeks um, just because, you know, I if, if I can – avoid having my my best players out in the early weeks hopefully um you know i can i can keep going as as late as possible so derrick henry had a week 13 by which was another uh emphasis i took on that second round i wasn't too happy with the players available i really wanted to go running back running back in this league considering it was a 14 team league um you know, with with the the absolute lack of depth at the running back position, I really wanted to ensure I had at least a couple guys who I'd be confident and starting on a weekly basis. 
a guy I don't love this year, but um, he was kind of the, the pick I thought was just the best available at running back was Chris Carson. I took oh, the second round. Wait a minute. Could you have gone tight end? I could have. I could have taken Kittle, but um, I – I just said it was between Chris Carson and James Robinson for me. David Montgomery was also there, but I don't like, I'm not a big fan of David Montgomery this year, just because I don't, I don't really like the bears. I think they will be better if fields comes in, but Montgomery scares me a little bit. Uh, and I, you know, I just, I, I don't love Chris Carson this year, but I, I just figured with a, uh, with a Seattle, with Russell Wilson stills as quarterback, I think he's got, he's got a decent potential this year. I'm a little afraid he could be boomer bust, but that's okay. Be honest, if I were in your shoes there, I would have gone kid on. I would have said, I'm getting running back tight end. And I'm like, I'm getting the best running back and tight end I can. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 that, that second pick I took, I think it took me down to the wire. I think I had about two or three seconds left on my clock when I made that selection. I would have gone kid and taken a half second. Yeah, I probably I probably should have picked best player available there, but I didn't. It's all right. We move on. Uh, third round, I took AJ Brown. I went grabbed a second Tennessee Titan in my first three picks. Um, I was happy with AJ Brown there. I mean, obviously Julio's there. It might take a little bit of attention from him, but he's still a great receiver. I'm 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 still happy with him as my receiver one. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. If you drafted Derrick Henry and AJ Brown, I'm sure Ryan Tannehill is somewhere on your team, right? Well, you're getting ahead of myself, Dylan. But yes, the seventh round pick for my fantasy football team was Ryan Tannehill. You know, I okay, I was, okay, okay, we okay, okay. I'm sorry, we skipped yeah, a couple of picks. That's all right. Uh, you know, they Tennessee's got a week thirteen bye. They're one of the best fantasy football uh, producers last season. I figured with with a league where I can get eliminated at any week, having three guys at week 13 puts me at top two in the league. So if I if I go out at week 13 because I got three starters out, I'll still get I'll still get second place payouts. And hopefully by then I can use I can use my free agency money on on some uh, if I if I'm still in the league at that point. I mean, I'm sure there's gonna, I'm going to have the whole league minus one team uh, available. And so we will see how that plays itself out. Uh, week f- uh, round four, just to catch myself up. I told you I really like I really wanted to secure myself a running back this year, so I actually went took my third running back in four rounds with Daryl Henderson. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are you drafting all these running backs? Come on, you're like the Denver Broncos in the 2000s. I know. I'm telling. I. I, I, I have a strategy, Dylan. I think it's going to pay off. I'm confident in it. Mm-hmm. Daryl Henderson has a week 11 bye. He's got a late bye. I'm happy about that. He can play in the flex. I didn't. The main reason was because I didn't quite trust Chris Carson too much. I wanted to have another option and running back. Sean McVay, even though they traded for Sony Michelle, he said Daryl. Sean McVay said Daryl Henderson it does that that trade does not affect his role he's going to be the lead back he's going to have the primary primary share of the running back duties and in a 14 team league i really didn't want a running back i hated as my third running back so i know it it might it sounds a little crazy but uh daryl henderson was the guy i went there and then five i went t higgins as my receiver too 
I love second year receivers this year. There's so many second year receivers this year who uh, just seem poised for uh, to take the next step up. You know, I'm not I'm not worried about sophomore slumps this year. And I like T. Higgins there, second receiver. Waited a little long on the tight end. Got got Noah Fant at number in the sixth round. Uh, they've been playing him in the slot or practicing him in the slot. I think as long as he can stay healthy, he can be a very high producing tight end this year. Uh, seventh round, we already talked about Ryan Tannehill. Eighth round, a guy I had in my other league, a guy you like again this year, I got Michael Pittman. So I've got Michael Pittman Jr. as my third receiver behind T. Higgins and, and A.J. Brown. When another, then I went Zach Moss. The next round, I had a pick I hated. I didn't, I picked Tony Pollard. I don't really love the pick. I'm, I'm kind of just banking on a Zeke injury there, but I, that, at that position, uh, the 10th round in a 14-team league, I did not really like my other options. Uh, went Mike Williams, the Chargers receiver after that. And with my uh, Buffalo defense, Jason Myers as my kicker, and my last pick was Alex Collins. Uh, just kind of banking on Chris Carson, giving him a bit of a handcuff. I am not too high in Rashard Penny. A lot of people were saying that Rashard Penny is a, a very high trade uh, has the opportunity to be traded or they weren't even sure if he was going to make the final roster. And Alex Collins has been running pretty good for Seattle. So I figured he, I can drop him if I need to, but um, I just grabbed the handcuff to Chris Carson there. But hmm. Hmm. that is my 14 team, 14 team guillotine league team. Uh, the only thing I would say is I think you should have gone tight end in the second round, but I don't know why you went double running back. Yeah, we will see. I am. There's two teams of the 14 projected higher than me for week one. So I at least think that I should be uh, hopefully safe to uh, at least see uh, see how this league kind of that's the thing is I'm really just hoping I'm, I'm I'm around long enough in this league to really see how it works because I'm just saying I'm just saying Tennessee plays the Arizona corner so you're in good shape mm-hmm. yeah like do you have do you have a backup quarterback I don't I don't have a backup quarterback um Tannehill isn't on by until week 13 okay. like we said that's two uh, that'd be it's the second last week of the, of the season in this league. So I figured I could drop out Collins if I wanted to pick up a quarterback, either through a, a team that was eliminated or just a free agent. But um, I figured with the with the buy so late, it wasn't too important on grabbing a backup. Interesting. <laughs> Again, team lead. So don't finish. So it's like the heck with winning. Don't finish last. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like an eliminator league on steroids. Exactly. Yeah. It, it. I mean, pretty much nailed it. It's. Uh, I was looking for consistency. I was looking for late buys. I was looking for guys who uh, I didn't really want to target too many injury prone guys. Uh, unfortunately, Noah Fant he's, has been dealing with a little something, but he was the best tight end available at the time. Um, but. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how 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 it works. You know, it was my first time drafting a team for uh, in this kind of league, so made a couple mistakes, I think, but uh, I don't think it's anything I can't fix. So we'll see.
and just think if Travis if Travis Kelsey owner loses week one, you might go all in for. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right about that. Although it'd be interesting, like like Mahomes, Cheetah, and Kelsey if they lost week one. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Travis Kelsey went tenth overall in that league. Oof. What did Kittle go? Kittle went. Darren Waller went with the first pick in the second round at fifteen. Kittle late. Oh, he he. Wow. Kittle went the pick after I took AJ Brown as my first receiver. Oh, maybe you should have taken. Oh, actually. You should have taken Kittle, then Brown, and then Henderson as your old B2 would have made sense. Then you've got a more balanced roster. Yeah, I think you're right about that. But I don't think you're bad. I mean, I take Tannehill. I mean, Tannehill's not a top – like seven or eight quarterbacks. Tannehill's probably in that Matt Stafford group. Right. You know, I've, uh, I've always kind of – Wait, I, I've never been a guy to pick a quarterback early. I, I, because I just feel like, I mean, if you look at, if you just look at the numbers, I mean, the, the, the mid range quarterbacks really on, on fantasy points per game, like stats, they're really not that far behind. I mean, I, I don't remember the exact stats, but there's the 10th guy and the third guy. The difference in fantasy points really isn't that big of a difference. And, the, the other options you can get when you could pick Josh Allen in round three as opposed to Ryan Tannehill in round seven. I mean, I, I, I've always liked getting the value at other positions in those areas. And plus, I mean, it depends on, like, how the quarterbacks are going off the board. Like, I saw the quarterbacks going off the board in my league last night, and I'm like, uh, I've got to get Justin Herbert now, especially with Keenan Allen. Yeah. You're right about that. That's exactly why I picked Herbert in the other league. That in my other team that I have is that they started going early, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I felt I was confident enough in my other positions to where I could. I could pick up a quarterback there and still be okay. Yep. So this fantasy football season is going to be crazier and longer than ever. Absolutely. You imagine Seven. you imagine an 18 team guillotine league, what kind of teams those would be? Oh my gosh, you'd be looking at you'd, you'd, <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of teams in an 18 team guillotine that uh might have players that were cut yesterday. <laughs> but and, and they I mean, wouldn't involve Cam Newton. Yeah, you're right about that. But uh like uh how do you find an eighteen like an eighteen team two quarterback league? <laughs> I mean, you're gonna someone's gonna be, end up with a couple a couple of quarterback options. I'm sure Justin Fields and Nick Foles will be on some teams. I'm sure uh, Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance, yeah, exactly. Uh, who else? Who else do we got? Uh, I mean, it was New England, but uh, Bill Belichick made that decision already. So uh, I guess Cam Newton's probably not getting drafted. Here's yeah. here's something I was interested in looking up. Fear, um, but I, I'm not too I'm not too sure. Say you're in a two quarterback league. Would you, with your last pick of the draft, take Deshaun Watson? No. No, you don't think he's gonna hit the see the field at all this year? 
No point. Right. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't either. I, it's just, I've, I, I, I thought it was interesting. I looked it up on Twitter. I, I searched the Sean Watson fantasy on Twitter the other day just to see if anyone was was picking him. And a couple of people have picked him in the last round, but I think he's. Uh, I think you're probably right about that. I don't know if even if he gets a trade, you know, there's probably going to be a suspension of a decent amount coming for him. So I'm just saying if that. I'm just saying if there's a trade, it's a one team and one team only, and you would be not. You wouldn't be happy about it. No, nah, I don't want to talk about Cam. Uh, oh my God, I almost came to. I don't want to talk about Deshaun Watson coming to Miami. That's been discussed too much this offseason. You know, Brian Flores told the team yesterday that uh, two is their guy. Two is our quarterback. Uh, ignore the rumors. This is this is uh, the guy who's going to be leading us out on Sundays this year. So Deshaun Watson is not going to the Miami Dolphins. I know that the story has been kind of uh, recirculating from the last couple of days, but there's no there's no legitimate source. Coming from that, there was no there was no uh, source from the Dolphins locker room. It was nothing that any of the the head honchos said or anything. That's just a uh, journalism trying to get a story going. But you know, if the Panthers want them, they can have them. I know that they were thrown into uh, that article as well. But Deshaun Watson's not going to be a Miami Dolphin. You can put your money on it. At least this year, right? At least this year. But I don't. After after Tua. Um, plays how well he's going to play this year I, I think Deshaun Watson will be uh maybe a step down Ooh, I said it sorry. I said it oh well uh, if you want to hear more about if you want to hear more about seeing Big D uh chime in every from this point on every week we will have a discussion on the Big D Podcasts uh, and next week we'll talk about season opener. How is Miami Dolphins are in New England while my Jaguars get to face at the Sean Watsonless Houston Texans? Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. You know, football season started. I can't wait to be talking to you every week about uh, you know, what's been going on uh, on the gridiron. So I can't wait, Dylan. We'll get you shoulder pads and uh, you ready for you ready for week one next week. I'm ready for week one. Mac Jones ain't going to know what's coming. I think Xavier Howard is going to be the number one receiver for the New England Patriots next week. What? I thought it was going to be Jacoby Myers. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. All right. Thank you for hopping on, Alex. And uh, if you really like it, this episode, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks again, Dylan.